So, uh, fair warning, all three of my kids are still awake. Uh, are you still there? All right, good. Yeah, all three of my kids are still awake, so it's quick. you might hear something here and there. You might hear my wife talking to one of the kids. You might hear my wife talking, period. She's right behind me, probably shaking her head because I sound like a nerd. Because <laughs> my son is outside playing, you know, video games and talking to his friends, sounding like a nerd, snorting and, and voice cracking. Meanwhile, I'm over here doing the 40-year-old version of the exact same fucking thing. God, but that, uh, that's so weird to me too because like i'm i'm kind of in the middle of that right right so you're so your kid is playing video games and you're doing the 40 old version of nerding and i'm in the yes. middle of doing both yes you're <laughs> you're enabling <laughs> uh my desk is also behind the bathroom so if my wife has to take a hot dump yes you're gonna hear the flushing or me I'll probably take the headset in there with me if the cord's long enough, which I don't think it is. You're welcome. Okay. All right. So two dudes talking shit. Honestly, I, I, kept, I kept saying taking a shit. It's okay. <laughs> talking shit. Well, that that's what happens when we fuck up. All right. It's two dudes uh, taking a shit. All right. Oh, not, not together. All right. <laughs> you are not holding hands on no. toilets like Norbit. No, that's that's weird. <laughs> that was a hell of a movie, though. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was so funny how, like, uh, I, I think it did, like, a montage of just, like, every time he's there, and then she just comes from, like, out of frame into frame, like, in the air. Like, they're just jumping on him and just crushing him completely on the bed. We're talking about Norbit. Dude, the one the one that gets me is when, uh, uh, like he she uh, she jumps on him, his wife, um, and uh, it, it has happened a couple times already, and and it immediately they they show the bed has been reinforced by cinder blocks, because <laughs> you gotta. <laughs> oh man. I thought it was hilarious how after after every time she would like uh, snap at somebody, she would say, "How you doing? <laughs> how you doing? I'm like, how you doing? It's, I don't know. Weird. Okay, so are we are we greenlit? Are we recording? What are you, what? Are you, how do you want to do it? Take so one. I've been recording. Uh, I like to um. So. Oh God, just, no. Yes. <laughs> yes. I I started recording. That thing right before you said um or, or i started recording before you said if you hear any flushing sounds and i started from there i'm like oh this is gonna be fucking golden <laughs> like, be cool. that, that, uh, that's how you get gold i guess well i guess that's how it happens so in in okay so let's let's uh make a momentary pause in the commentary my name is jordan and your name i'm george and this is two dudes talking shit it's right. a little this little podcast we've been wanting to uh i don't know man we've we've been having this in the works for damn near a year at this point a year, a year and a half and we absolutely have no idea I, I can speak for myself i don't know what i'm doing i'm actually looking at a blank discord screen as i'm talking i have no clue what i'm doing you know what you're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. So, yeah, so you're definitely in this podcast, everybody that is listening. You're going to have some uh, some moments of pause or, or things like that because there's one very experienced person and there's one that's not. So uh, so don't worry about it. We riff off each other very well. Um, yeah, it's, it's a strange thing. I, I don't pay attention to softwares anymore, so... Whatever comes up, I just stay looking at it, and I have like a caveman moment. But I can build the computer. I can, I can, you know, I can. Well, what I do for a living, I can repair laboratory equipment. I can do all these pretty gnarly things. But navigating around a software that has honestly it has a lot of bells and whistles. Nope. <laughs> just nope. So that's that. That's a that's a thing, right? So like. Commentary in itself is a very broad thing to like attack, like especially in a podcast format 
or one or just in any like anything in general like me recording streaming um commentary just kind of comes with it it's very it it at first i was a lot like you so don't worry too much i was very nervous that's my phone don't worry about that shut up um but that that's kind of you get more comfortable as it goes along and you do have a lot of experience in an amazing thing so i mean I'm, i don't know man it's just you you focus your time on certain things does that make sense yeah and, right. yeah exactly and certain things just fall to the wayside like i used to i used to know photoshop like the back of my hand now i look at photoshop or whatever's out right now and it's like i don't i i don't where's file I, I don't know. CS2 is where I left off. Oh, shit. I feel uh, like we're a uh, long time ago. But we're, we're, yeah. uh, we're in PS. What is it? We're you in guys, PS 2021. You guys changed letters on me. You guys went from like <laughs> CS2 to like, you know what? We're going to go ahead and just do trigonometry. We're going we're gonna to get inspired <laughs> by trigonometry to name this software. We're going to go ahead and throw in another letter in there. We're going to throw a P, which makes sense. Photoshop, but. CS, I think CS comes from a uh, creative, creative suite. That, that seems about right. But then again, like the, the schooling that you went through and what I'm currently uh, involved in, um, like it not to sound <laughs> rude and, and calling anybody out for their age, but there, there's a bit of a, 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 an age difference. Do it. Do it, bro. <laughs> uh, Do it, bro. Like, you, you, you got some nads. Do it. <laughs> You're you're in the uh the upper thirties. Upper thirties. <laughs> Damn. I told you to do it, but I didn't think you were gonna actually do it. <laughs> and okay. I, I I'm No, but the, you're right. <laughs> so there's a decade apart between the experience that we have when you it comes to age. You could just say our age. <laughs> there's no need to say a decade in between. There's that's that's completely unnecessary. We, we can, <laughs> <laughs> We can edit that out, right? Yeah, we absolutely can okay. if you really want to. Uh, but no, you're right. It's totally different when uh, when you went to when you're. I mean, you're still in school, right? So I took a hiatus, but yes, I, I'm currently um, going for a bachelor's in digital art and design. So what it is now is, it's like intertwined. It's basically inseparable. Most people can't imagine it without the website thing being you know mixed in there you know getting all these website skills and stuff like that when i went in i took a hiatus at 05 from from that one uh, it's still going strong um <laughs> but um back then it was just there were there was graphic arts mm -hmm. and then there was on the side there was you know web design or whatever it was different and only towards the end did they start integrating it i was already done with it and then they started they they they, they did throw in dreamweaver back in the day i remember still that around, still the same name and i use it well dreamweaver before was was something and then and then adobe bought it i think i might be wrong but uh they 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 had that obviously some primitive version compared to what's out now in terms of capability but for the most part, my two years was just all Photoshop. Uh, what comes after Photoshop? InDesign, no, not InDesign. Uh, the other one, the orange one. Illustrator. Illustrator. It was just those two going strong, and I took more of a liking to to Photoshop because I think uh, Illustrator is more for logo work, clean work, what you do, actually. I, I find it fascinating what you do. Whereas Photoshop, I can, I can kind of get lost in more getting messy and textures and just kind of making it super textured, like focus there. And, you know, fast forward shit ton of years. Um, <laughs> that's kind of what I do, but organically in a sense, I do it traditionally now, but, um, yeah, you probably had a lot of internet website building integrated into your your learning, right? So yeah, actually, that's absolutely. I 100% agree with that because, like you said, 
when it when they started they they integrated it and now it's fully and completely integrated yeah people one, can't imagine that part without it a hundred a hundred percent yeah because like one of my one of my key courses uh going through it was um was web design was learning how to wireframe and code in html and css so when we went through that they also wanted us to learn how to use 3d modeling they wanted us to learn how to do illustrator which i am proficient at um and photoshop and indesign so they they incorporate everything now they don't just incorporate one specific thing which i think is good but i also kind of like the idea of like focusing on solely one thing so i guess it's kind of like now you're a jack of all trades instead of being a master of one right right so yeah the, the only thing is when i started to go out into the field to find jobs they were all like all right cool but can you do can you do uh website stuff uh no <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> yeah um, that, that's when it started to get difficult and then i just dove my head into you know work and jobs and such yeah to elaborate on what um also kind of let's uh rewind a bit George was speaking on going traditional. So this man here, as much as he is interested in, and uh, really, uh, he looks at my stuff. With, he's like, I'm very, I don't know. What did you say? You're impressed? Oh, um, <laughs> no, well, impressed, but it's like, it's, it's fascinating. It's That's the, clean, the clean lines. Cause I've always looked at, I, I always just call them design lines. I look at them at everything. Right now, I'm staring at my bathroom door. There's lines there. Absolutely. When I look at cars, there's lines there. I can ID almost any car. Um, anything, anything at all. You know, the guitars that I have, I play guitar. So the guitars that I have, I look at them a million times or the, or the instruments my son has, there's design lines there. And it's like, you know, why is this? Why does this line curve and this one's straight and why does why is this one you know why why does this work why is it visually appealing and it's clean mm -hmm. and uh as i got older i started to care more about how are these things made versus just how cool it is um so one of the reasons i'm fascinated with with your ability to grab any image and basically turn it into a nice clean blueprint it's because if you can turn it into a blueprint, you can change it. You can change it into something mm -hmm. else. And then you can start the creating process again. And then you can create something else, which is, for me, is totally cool. Like if I had a wood shop, I would totally pay you to just make a, <laughs> make a design. And then I would just, instead of actually, honestly, instead of make it, I'd probably just pay somebody else to make it. <laughs> or, <laughs> or, just, or just get like a... What are those things called? A glow forge. One of those things that just cut stuff out for you. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. So cool. You, you can make money off making templates for well, stuff that other people want to make and mm -hmm. like want to make it in a way that the world doesn't make it now. They can just reach out to you like, look, I want this, but I want it like this. And then you can make it. Boom. Money. We'll see. So that's kind of, honestly, weirdly enough, I know that sounds, I, 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 by the way, I thank you for, for, for making me feel good about myself and my career choices, by the way, I appreciate you, but more than anything, I, I feel the same way when it comes to your art. Um, as I, as I was saying, uh, Brooke, uh, I almost called your friend's name, other friend's name, George is a traditional painter. Actually, I don't even, dude, I don't even think you're technically a traditional painter and not saying that as a bad thing. Um, you paint with markers primarily, right? So I used to used to, but oh, no, um, now, now you're doing traditional, right? I'm, um, I'm getting there. I'm tiptoeing. I didn't want to. I started with, with markers. I started discovering, uh, where, where you and I work. I've, I've had a few people ask me to make art and, uh, I, I discovered I don't know what to call them. They're just little lines. They look like sprinkles or something, but oh, in a sick. pattern where there would be just two or three, and then I would make two or three other ones in either a perpendicular pattern or slightly perpendicular, but diagonal. And it would just kind of fill a void. It would, it would fill a, it would be a 
pattern filler, I guess you could say. And I would use that. And I would and I kept that going for a while and I still think about it, but I don't I don't think I would ever let it go, but currently I've outgrown it uh because of my wife's face. Uh so so one evening I was I don't know what I was doing, but there was this painting that I didn't know what to do with, so I just spray painted it gray, got some black paint, did some abstract stuff and splattering and things of that nature. And uh I didn't know what to do. Uh I didn't want to do the little lines anymore because I just knew that it didn't it didn't fit the messiness that I was trying to do. So I invaded my wife's personal space. I told her, stop what you're doing. I, I picked up her face and I pointed it towards myself and I took a picture. Um, then that picture on my phone, I played with the lighting. I got it really dark. I, I printed it. Uh, and then I went from there. I said, you know what? I'm going to just do it. Because at that point, I knew if I screwed up, I had more gray spray paint. I could just spray. I could just spray it over. Who cares? Um, so I grabbed the napkin because I didn't really have brushes because I never used them. And at that time, my kids were were smaller and they didn't really care too much about cleaning their brushes. So they were either very stiff or, or we didn't have any. It wasn't really that much of a big deal. So I grabbed paper towels and I dipped it in black. Uh, it wasn't even black. Actually, if, if we ever get to show that painting, that that painting is actually not black. I, I made the color like I just I just made it as dark as I could and I ran with it. It turns out I actually had black. I just didn't know where it was. Um, and then I just said, screw it. I dipped a paper towel in there and I started going for the upper lines of the of her hair. I'm like, all right, that looks good. That looks OK. It's not that hard. It's just. I'm going for abstract. I'm not going for literal. And especially hair is kind of all over the place. It didn't really matter how it came out. And then I started with her. I'm not going to say eyes. Because I don't draw eyes. I, I wanted to make it haunting. So I drew eye sockets. <laughs> um, <laughs> they just came out like sockets. And then I started doing her nose. And then her mouth. And I'm like, wow, this actually looks like her when she's angry no but it actually looked like her and then i started to I'm like you know what I, th I think i think the whole image just comes down just slightly below her chin so i didn't really have to do too much more and then i showed it to her and the reaction was was great she showed it to her mother who's actually my biggest fan and she loved it everyone said man that's that's kind of terrifying i'm like yes that's that's where I wanted to go with this. Yes, that's exactly what I wanted. Uh, and then I just decided to name it. My wife's name is... Uh, my wife's name kind of goes with Elizabeth, if you can kind of put that together. But Elizabeth just sounds cool. And then I didn't really look into it any further. I just kind of... It, it was a cool painting I made. And then I started doing more. I did uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan for another coworker. I did, uh, I think I did a, a Daredevil, and my son has that uh, hey, from Marvel, Marvel Comics. So, in, in saying that though, man, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, just to kind of uh, throw his thunder out there even further, the man, it, it, there, there is a, a a a metal band by the name of Mudvayne, who. Not only did he make a make a picture of one of their, uh, it was a bassist, right? The bassist. No, the, the singer. Oh, the singer, and he got retweeted on Instagram, and I know that's that's a super big deal. I thought that was sick as fuck. Yes, like, that was amazing. Absolutely, I was flipping tits that night. It was. I I I didn't even know how to like react. It all happened in a second. Yeah, uh, he said it was awesome then he liked it then before i knew it he shared it i was like what the hell and then that painting got a couple more likes and i got a couple of follows on, on my other page that one by the time i got to that painting there were other paintings in between but 
I started to realize that uh, a brush won't hurt. I still I still keep the, the whole messy napkin paper towel aspect of it for maybe for bigger textures. But now I've I've uh, I've started accumulating brushes and actually, you know, taking care of them so I can keep using them. And I've gotten a little bit better. So earlier when I said I'm kind of tiptoeing on traditional, I, I'm getting there. I can still get the same type of look and my, the same point across um, using brushes and not totally letting go of, you know, the texture that a napkin or a paper towel provides. But I guess I'm a hybrid of both now. You are, yeah. I think um, what I was going for is that how how he was selling me at the beginning, everybody, I, 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 I have the same term of endearment because he's he's george is incredible with the paintbrush with the napkin with the, with the the paint sticks um MacGyver. I, he's a macgyver of paint it's it's awesome it's incredible to, to, to like see his works um you. I, dude it's it's wild because like so when i was taking my art history class which um had I had I not gone the profession like the the route that I'm going now with my digital art, I would have become an art historian. Um, and just because of how fun it is to research these amazing artists, and I, I see you going down that same path, right? Um, so like when I I think I talked about your 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 paint markers before. And when you were telling me about the lines and you're showing me them, it reminded me, and I know, I know you know it because you, either you do it with the, the comic book, like post-it note things that you that you give me. <laughs> I still have the Hulk on my desk, by the way. Nice. Um, it, um, it, it's cross hatching, but instead of you, there you go. instead of you, like, um, for instance, uh, using a cross hatch to do those lines, you separate the crosses you do right they don't actually cross right yeah and I, and I thought that was such a a wonderful technique because it's it's non-traditional in the way that it considers cross hatching because it's not necessarily cross hatching but right. you could see it as that um and the painting that you do now um he's i mean dude you've incorporated like glow in the dark paint oh and, god and what a pain in the butt <laughs> <laughs> i know but it's sick dude. it was it, it was a lot of fun uh i did an alice in wonderland painting for again a co-worker these co-workers of mine they get everything um <laughs> and it was it was challenging uh the completed piece is actually version two version one is actually right next to me um incomplete but it it, it challenged me I, I actually had to really look at it and I found myself right where I always subconsciously take myself. I always find myself being hypothetically just picked up and dropped off in a place. And it just makes me think that I have all these rules and I can't do it like this or it has to be like this because if not, it doesn't look right. I, for some reason, I don't have my, my fuck it factor. But sometimes you just kind of you, you get so discouraged that you say fuck it. And then that's when you find your yourself again. It's like, oh shit. Okay, cool. Once I started to do, the painting has a Twilight Zone type of swirl background. And once I knew that that looked okay, exactly how I wanted it to, I knew I was in the clear. I knew I was going to knock out the other characters and just add all the detail I wanted. And I knew I was, I was okay. It, it, but before that, everything looked horrible. <laughs> everything looked... This, I didn't want to. I didn't want to tell my client, who's who's a, who's a very good friend of mine. I didn't want to tell her, "Hey, it looks like shit. <laughs> you paid for it, but it looks like shit." Uh, but thankfully, it, it only looked like shit for like two or three days, and then I, 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 I did something, and I'm like, I, I kind of saw it. That that's like when you see that you see it all kind of come together. It's like, okay, this is gonna look like this, and I'm gonna put this there, this there, this there, this there. This is what I'm gonna do. This is the look. You have the image in your head. Once you have the image in your head, you can get a little cocky and just go, all right, cool, I got this. And then luckily it actually came together pretty well. The end result was pretty cool and the person on the receiving end liked it a lot. So 
in in saying that too your uh, your mother-in-law being your biggest fan i call bs because i'm your biggest fan nobody can take that from me um <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> i'm just i'm kidding she'll fight you but okay <laughs> yeah um but uh so like that's 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 i mean that's the artist way right man like for instance i do i do a lot of my in like my art in my head like i i do point a to point b yeah you paint in my head you paint in your head all day long yeah i literally don't stop thinking about the things that i could do to my paint <laughs> right <laughs> exactly see right now i'm painting goku and i'm looking at him and right now full disclosure all it is is a black background and his hair but you see it you see what you can do with it I hope so. I'm not. Th- I'm. I'm. In, I'm in the. I'm in the lost phase with that one right now, but I do want to finish it. I do want to, you know, get it get it done quickly. Um, and hopefully that one comes out cool. That one's another black light one, and hopefully my freaking last one. I'm not gonna advertise myself as a black light artist because that that shit's a pain in the butt. But um, but yeah. Besides me painting, and besides all the. All the attribute you're paying me you're not just a painter you write and you write really well like it's cool like when you write it you can see you can you can see it becoming a, a small series or, or well, actually the way they do series now where it's not meant to be eight or nine seasons it's just a quick one season you know the quick pop it's like a short story stretched out into like six or eight episodes I could totally see your work there. Um, you, you incorporate cool stuff, monsters. I mean, it's not to say that if you don't, if you write drama, it wouldn't, it wouldn't come out great. But you know, you have, you have the imagination to take a, a small story of a, of just, of just one character, a monster, right? But then you add where it comes from, what it does, what makes it different, and then multiple characters that may have not even met each other. Like you make it work. I still remember that this uh the story you wrote about a monster who I think is radioactive comes out of the water or something like that. It was recent. It was recent, but it was oh, really, nice. really well written. Oh, it's like oh the blob. Yeah, the incident at Fernandina Beach. Yeah, that. so I I started writing from oh, shit. I, I started writing actually honestly didn't write at a young age you know how like some people are like oh i started writing at a young age i started doing this and that no man i i started writing when i got out of high school so i've only been writing for for going on six years i, I couldn't even say that because i've been i've been dormant until i met my wife who really kind of pushed me forward to start writing she's like hey you're you're, you're better than you think <laughs> and i haven't she's really creative I, too She's incredibly creative. Yes, she's. Yeah, uh, she does. Uh, what well, what she does is is more related to your digital work. It's in the same, in the same realm. I I I have been telling you for a while, for a little while already. <laughs> yes, you you two, you two together are a powerhouse in terms of. She has a cry cut, or a cricket, or whatever the heck it's called. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. To to print out all these things and you do clean illustrator work that's just that's just that's just bread and butter that's perfect it's classic. i've been um, i've been a uh, kind of stickers edgy. enamel pens uh i don't know art artwork believe it or not artwork you you can make artwork print it really big you know print it really big you paint over it scan it and then she prints it as a sticker bro genius money i actually have a mic here i'm gonna drop it on the floor there you go <laughs> mic, drop. Job, mic drop yeah dude i i, I my wife is shaking her head like he is such an idiot <laughs> that's uh oh man i was i was shooting my wife was like oh, i gotta do something in here real quick i'm like shoo go this is this is my recording time i love you but i gotta is, i gotta is do she, stuff. Is she in the same is she in the same room with you she's not now uh she was uh 
right before you got on. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I love you. Well, that's not fair, but this one, this, my mind is looking at me like I'm some kind of idiot. Like, you are such a nerd. I'm not, actually, I'm not facing her. My back is to her, but I can hear her whispering. And I can, and I can hear her eyes close and her head shake very slowly. And all this tells me is, you know what? She's going to tell her mother. Oh, no. And he, oh, my God, I married the biggest dork in the world. <laughs> Dude, that's she, like... And a... she agrees with me, which doesn't happen often. Well, so, 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 I can't, I can't, like, this is not to start anything with, uh, uh, can we call her Liz? Is that okay? Uh, yeah. In this context. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I have nothing against Liz, but... It, she cannot call you out on being a nerd. She is a Nicolas Cage fan. That's <laughs> like, true. She she she's a huge Nick Cage. You're right. You're right. She can't call me a nerd. At the same time, being a Nick Cage fan. Uh, though, man. Yeah, but the thing is, I, I I got I gotta give it to her. The man works, and works, and yeah. works. He continues to work. And he's actually explained why he made a whole bunch of crap, and I get it. But he still got it, because his last flick, where he's an exaggerated version of himself, that movie is pure gold. Absolutely gold. What was what was the name of that? I remember us having a conversation about it. What was the name of that? What was the name of that movie? The Unappreciated Talent, totally something... The incredible weight of massive talent. <laughs> oh my god, that is so meta. It's have you seen it though? No, I haven't. Oh god, around. you have to see it. He's in there. Uh, Pedro Pascal is in there, Ooh, okay. and it's it's fucking ridiculous. It's uh, Neil Patrick Harris is in there. It's like stupid, stupid, <laughs> stupid, stupid. Like, like, but good, like holy crap this is actually really well done there's like drug not drug but like cartels in there and ridiculousness he 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 sees a lot of memorabilia because remember he's an exaggerated version of himself in this mm -hmm. world all of his movies exist okay okay and, uh, and pedro pascal plays a huge like fanboy it's complete gold it's complete gold it's freaking hilarious with that movie i know that he just he wasn't just being lazy. Um, but yeah, she's a huge fan. He, uh, I don't know. It's just one of those things that you're a fan of. That's just so ridiculous that it's good. You know, that's, um, well, that, well, that's kind of his acting style, right? That he's, he's over the top. And right. He's, he's always over the top. Even when like he, uh, you played in this movie. Oh fuck. I don't even remember the name of it. Um, he did like uh he fought animatronics in a in a like an old pizzeria and he did he didn't speak a single line through the entire movie but oh willie's wonderland he willie's worked at that yeah yeah so he didn't say a word not a word but just in his like the way that he acted it was over the top like right. he didn't have to speak for it to be i i thought that movie was amazing like yeah, i was he did sick this he did the dance sequences that were kind of like what the hell but but you got to you got to do something if you're not going to be talking yeah absolutely um i uh when cuz i i did i did i did theater in high school that's right i was a thespian don't judge <laughs> um and i had there i had a i had a lot of a lot of roles that didn't talk were always supporting roles and like that movie was kind of a quintessential moment where like it could or at least for me it could show that an actor or like a main protagonist didn't have to um for instance talk to give off emotion or to show a different side to them right right like um and uh it was really cool it was really neat uh, oh man! Nick well, Cage's... Mr. Bean didn't talk, right? I never watched Mr. Bean, honestly. Really? When They're... was Mr. Bean on? 
Mr. I mean, I think Mr. Bean predates both of us. Um, and he retired only. He re, well, he retired the character only within the last five, ten years. Um, but I believe his character. You know what? His character wasn't completely, completely mime. It, he rarely sang or repeated something or, or said something short to somebody. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, he was silent. Uh, just a uh, slapstick. His 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 face is the entire selling point do you know i mean you know who i'm talking about right you've seen his face yes he uh, i remember vaguely remember seeing him releasing a movie in the 2000s and my adolescent brain absorbing his very funny facial features (laughs) yeah his is hilarious i mean on top of that he has older skits from like a british uh television or or whatever oh hilarious hilarious absolutely hilarious but yeah he was one of the few people that can carry something silently like that within within comedy and that's that's a very powerful thing too right like because um i mean honestly that's a i wouldn't say it's necessarily no i think it's a dying art form slapstick comedy and silence in a film is a is a dead it's almost like latin right you study it just because it's you know you know uh eccentric right do. i i couldn't think of a, a current comedian that could probably pull something off like that no it's it's i so... mean he's he's dead but i think chris farley could have for sure 100 percent. yeah i mean just just look at chris farley and you can you're gonna you know some some bullshit's gonna happen fat guy and a little cut shit always gets me him and uh kevin spade right is that his name david oh, spade my. David Spade. I called him Kevin Spade. <laughs> oh, I was I was mixing up uh, what's his face, Kevin and uh, David Spade, uh, the guy that played Paul Blart in the Mall Cop. Oh, Kevin. Uh, God damn it. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Blart. <laughs> Kevin Blart. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, he he. Uh, yeah, actually, he replaced. He was in. Uh, am I really having this much of a brain fart right now? What's that movie where they're all friends in school? Well, where they're all friends in school. There you go. That one. Grown yeah, ups. Oh my God, I can't believe I forgot the name Grown Ups. Uh, Chris Farley was supposed to be this guy. And then obviously he couldn't, so this guy is in it. But I need Grown Ups three. I just need it. Just resurrect, um, Chris Farley. <laughs> just hey, you want to act in this role? Uh, just dead. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was a uh... weekend at uh weekend at Farley's. <laughs> weekend at Farley's, yeah. Um, oh <laughs> shit, yeah, weekend at Farley's. No way. That's another Kevin, one. Kevin James. You, there That's, you go. That's the Kevin guy. James. Have you ever seen Weekend at Bernie's? Yes, I have. I have. I um, haven't seen I think there's two of them. Isn't there two of them? Yeah, there's a sequel, which I've never seen. But uh, Weekend at Bernie's was hilarious. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen funny. that movie since I was a kid. That's that's how I am. Um, you want to know what I rewatched recently? Um, Grandma's Boy. Do you remember that movie? That's another Adam Sandler. Um, right? It doesn't have Adam Sandler in it. It's made by his company, a company Happy Madison. Um, it has oh. all, it has all the support characters in right. it except for Adam Sandler, which is strange, because like I, you know, I would think he would want to be a part of that. Like, uh, what is it? Uh, Spades in it. Uh, Rob. Is it Rob Schneider? Not Rob Schneider. That's a Nickelodeon guy. Um, no, he's in there. Rob Schneider. That's his name. Is that his name? Did I get it right? Yeah. Rob, okay. Rob Schneider. Yeah, Rob Schneider's in it. Um, and a bunch of like, uh, like, uh, accessory characters, like in, like movies from Big Daddy, um, from Click. All, all of the movies that Adam Sandler has been a part of, 
a lot of those supporting characters are in there right like, they all work together which I, th I find to be amazing that like these group of friends have been around for so long that they've just decided to like make movies to say like ah oh, fuck it i'll make a movie cool so this has this has been confirmed after a certain point or after a certain movie there is a sandler verse did you know really? that no yeah where some of these movies exist in the same universe yeah. all sand no. all sandler movies he said it himself you can read you, you can go ahead and google it but he is for real i'm not kidding a sandler verse a sandler verse yeah and it's just you know like, like you said a really cool group of friends that keep you know keep making movies and uh outside of uh adam sandler there was always what's this guy's name judd apatow he would come up and he would make all these other movies with paul rudd and uh sometimes will ferrell will be in there and like all that group sadly that group with will ferrell i think no you know what i don't think it was judd apathel it was it's another an, another guy it was definitely paul rudd because grandma's boy had paul rudd in it oh okay um, so i i can confirm that well um the whoever made uh step brothers you know, as much as everybody wants to Step Brothers 2, not going to happen. Are those Will two not, Ferrell... like, no longer friends? No. No, no, they are. It's it's Will Ferrell and the uh, and the director, Adam McKay. They had a big fallout. And those two teamed up. It wasn't just Step Brothers. They, they made a whole bunch of other movies. It's, it's uh, Talladega Nights. It's, uh, oh, so good. you know ricky uh what is it Kick, kicking and screaming uh all these movies that kind of had that same feel it's kind of like another sandler verse but with other another group of actors sometimes they kind of mix and match because something they know each other but man that's another movie i'd love to get a sequel for another uh, step brothers hell yeah dude um his name's dale doback that's his name i oh, know it's Who? not it's uh john c Riley. excuse me my god Oh yeah, no, Dale's the yeah, exactly, John C. Riley. Exactly. No, they they're fine. They get along just great. Um, but it's it's the, the I guess, I don't know. I guess it's on there somewhere on the interwebs at some point that they had a fallout. That's that's crazy. So, um let's let's go ahead and, and, and shift it up a bit. Let's go ahead and uh let's go into go into another tangent, if you don't mind. Um, so we, in this episode, this is called, again, I'm going to quote it a thousand times, uh, called the fluffer sode. We, uh, this is supposed to, uh, break the ice. And, and one of those things is childhood memories. Um, in saying that, dude, do you have any childhood memories? Um, let's go off the rift of, uh like painting did you have anything that like brought you to start painting or is that something you came across on your own um do you have uh, like anything regarding that well i never cared about painting until the pandemic i always really? drew i was always drawing and i kind of hit some roadblocks discovered that i can't draw as good as i think i can all my all my poses are exactly the same. I can't draw places. I can't draw streets, trees, buildings, perspective. There you go. That's the right word. I can't draw perspective. I'm I'm horrible at shading. Um, so all my all my uh, templates, I guess you could say, are all the same. So I wanted to change. So during the pandemic, I just. You know, it happened. You know, there was a moment where my wife just goes, you know what? I've, I've always believed in you, but right now I believe in you a whole lot more. And she came home. She had a whole bunch of paint stuff. That's when it started. That's when it kickstarted for like for real. Is that the freaking door? Oh, yeah. That's when it started for real. Uh, but prior to that, I was always drawing. And in my childhood, I was always drawing in school. Uh annoyingly enough i never really wanted to do any competitions because i would always win 
and it would be kind of boring. Um, and then, not not that I didn't like winning, because you know every little kid likes to win, but um, and then everybody, hey, draw me this, draw me that, draw me this, draw me that. I like doing that on my own. Like I love I love drawing and giving away. Or here here in, in where we live, we go out to eat. I always draw something and leave it behind when I when I remember at least. So there's a few restaurants here that have my stuff either in the back or hopefully still have them. But as a kid, that would really annoy me. Like, oh, draw me this, draw me this, draw me that, draw me this, because it would pile up. It's like, oh my god, like leave me alone, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I remember it's actually gotten me. I I was able to pass a grade because I drew something, and I actually got in real real deep shit draw <laughs> uh, twice in uh i don't know if it was kindergarten or first grade probably oh, first for first dude, and second did you go grade. full super bad <laughs> what's super bad dicks everywhere kind of i'll explain oh, no. so, so in uh i went to schools first and second grade i don't really remember but i was like that roughly that little in uh miami springs elementary school down in miami um you know, grew up single. My wife, my mom, my mom was a single mom, so sometimes she couldn't make it to pick me up. So when uh, when times were good, I'd I'd be in uh, after school care, and in after school care, I uh, I drew a naked woman, oh, totally shit. naked, like from head to toe, like naked, like every all the parts. Oh goddamn. And I got in really big trouble, and uh, I, I didn't know what to do. I must have been some kind of little shit, because I said, this kid told me to draw it. And now oh. me and this kid were in trouble. Now you're a snitch, uh, too. Right. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I, I remember names, and I looked up that kid, and that kid's, you know, doing fantastic. Now, obviously, that didn't, that didn't start a whole bad luck with him or anything like that. But, yeah, that was horrible. And fast forward to uh, seventh grade, when um, my mom uh, married a Venezuelan man, and they just thought it would be a great idea to go live in Venezuela for two years. At first, I kind of hated it, but then I started to realize how they live life down there. This is before everything really went to crap. It was fantastic. It was great. Best group of kids I ever met in my life. All the girls were pretty. All the food was amazing. All the kids were free and did whatever the hell they wanted on the weekend nobody had money <laughs> that was the cool part nobody was uh above anybody else it was it was pretty cool it was so a down man right so down there in the beginning i also got in trouble because i drew a naked woman but i actually drew her on the desk <laughs> on the actual oh my god <laughs> but but I, but I was older so i was smart enough to just do it in pencil i didn't make it a whole art piece like i did when i was like seven um so i was able to erase it i kept drawing and drawing and drawing and yeah i kept learning and then i failed biology because biology is hard enough but now it's biology in spanish the words are longer what the fuck there's more vowels in it that's that doesn't even sound right when you say it like i don't know what part of the body that is i don't have one of those but uh they needed a mural painted outside and they told me if i painted it i could pass biology sick i passed I biology <laughs> I'd do it. I, I was about to say i'd do that in a heartbeat that should be fun yeah. but oh. uh other, other than that when i uh two years later came back to the states right before the you know that infamous y2k that never happened i know Y2, After, what the fuck? yeah exactly between between then all of high school and uh you know meeting my wife and like at the at, at high school and starting you know adult life with her and stuff like that every now and then it trickled in became something that that helped me out like work needed a banner or work needed something painted on the window or whatever it kind of came in came in handy uh but yeah it didn't become totally serious until the pandemic like it's not something that that i toy with like i would like to actually do that for real for real so that's what I'm working towards. 
slowly, kind of. It was a weird place. Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> I just gave us out. <laughs> oh, no. I can bleep it out. It's fine. But uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's an odd place, but um, there's a couple of artists up here that are cool. Some I, uh, some I get kind of a douchey vibe from, which I might be wrong. I hope I am wrong. I'm, I'm looking forward to being wrong. Um, but there's a lot of really cool artists here. Uh, I feel that I know some because I'm, I'm pretty cool friends with one or two of them. Uh, I'll introduce you. I'll, I'll give you their Instagram tags. Um, because they seem like cool people. They comment on my work like, "Hey, this looks really awesome, dude." You know, whatever. And I know they're local. You can kind of tell which which people are like down to earth people, and which ones never even say anything back. And they're not even that big. It's not like they have a bajillion followers and my comment gets lost. So, and they're all local. So I, I, I kind of, it's like, like you can tell which group of high school kids are douchebags and which group of high school kids, even though they're, they, they, they're categorized as weirdos, which are my kind of people, they're, they're people, people, you know, it'd be like, Hey man, your stuff actually looks pretty great. This is what I do. This is how I got this person's attention here. Give this person a call or start using this hashtag. Or, or this or that or whatever it's like you know it's like cool people that you know want to see you win and do cool stuff themselves you know um yeah I'll, I'll pass that info to you because these artists are really really cool and uh you and i have a goal for next year you and i have the oh, goal shit. of, yeah, of, of yeah. A comic con and i'll be honest with you i am not above a gofundme screw that i have Uh, what do I have? I have 600 plus followers on Instagram, which is like nothing by Instagram means. But if they all gave a dollar or 50 cents and then you, you shared the link as well and whatever, we can make it. We can get a big table. We can get a big boy table. We can get the, the corner one. That would be dope. I want, I want people to see our stuff. Your wife can go. Because she's a creative person too, stickers and enamel pins for, for the kind of, of, I'm not even gonna say kind of people, bro. For us, our people, us people that go to these conventions, they love that sort of stuff. They're gonna eat that stuff up. I've seen your wife's work. It's clean work. It's, it's, it's stuff that people buy. So, we gotta get that goal. We gotta get there. We gotta make money. That's a, that would be, oh, that'd be fucking great. I'd love that. that that'd be amazing. <laughs> Just thinking about it, it's really cool. It's bringing a smile to my face. Hell yeah. And then, yeah, absolutely. Because I don't know how many passes it comes with. We could probably just buy passes, but we, we should. We should really start honestly fundraising. She's like, hey, listen, we want to make it to comic-con next year if you guys can just drop a dollar that'd be fantastic that's it nothing crazy they give me your money i mean if they want to give me their money i'm not gonna say no but a yeah, dollar's fine dollar's fine make me successful <laughs> <laughs> i want to be successful you pay for it though it's <laughs> kind of i mean that's and, and not that is how it is though I was not just about like to a say. Bag, but like that's how bands make it they make it on the dollar of of us the fans that's how artists make it that's how writers make it that's how everybody makes it that's how companies make it that's how that's how things are made that's how people or that's how success is made you you gotta have people throw in no one makes no one makes it alone no one no no one no one reaches success by themselves there's always there's always at least one other person some some team, some some group, some effort, bro. You and I do different types of creative work. However, we can operate under one umbrella. We can do the stepbrothers thing. We can do, I don't know, man. Two dudes incorporated or something like that. Just as long as you don't rub your nutsack on my keyboard, I'm down. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I have a drum set, so now just don't rub your pair on my actual drum set. Absolutely, man. I don't, I don't want to show up to your house and be like, dude, why you're sweaty? Like, dude, I was watching cops. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I was being chased. I had to run. Like, I was just. 
pants halfway zipped down, like disheveled, belt <laughs> unbuckled. You're like, what the fuck? What were you doing? <laughs> Dude, that's um. Oh shit! Do you, uh, you you mentioned <laughs> you mentioned my uh, ear writing, and um, I, I wanna I wanna again rewind on a couple things. Uh, you mentioned that I do monsters, which I do. I uh, I've, I've done a couple so far. I did a vamp. Oh, by the way, kind of give you context too. By the way, I did a vampire one. Um, I also did. What the hell else did I do? Fuck. Uh. A winged creature, like a like a bird, half man thing, and the idea that I wanted to do is uh, I kind of took the Guillermo. Oh my god, I can't get a Del Toro. How do you say Guillermo Del Toro? Yeah, I actually have. It's not fair to ask me because I have a cousin named Guillermo. So I've been saying I... that that weird. I've been saying that weird name since I was a kid. Ever all the way to the point where it just doesn't sound weird to me anymore. It's absolutely what? completely normal. I didn't want a white culture explain how to say a Spanish word. Well, it's William. <laughs> it's William in English, which makes no sense. But it's Will. Are you serious? Totally serious. Look it up. Um, That's awesome, you gotta, dude. You got to show me that vampire story. Um, yeah, I don't think you've shown me that before. Um, I'm still editing it um, because I um, I love to write things, but editing them makes me want to cry half the time because because uh, like I, I i write very descriptively um sometimes i write quickly and descriptively so sometimes it'll be like blah 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 or like he did this in the chimney house he was stuck there but like every other word will be missing because i'm typing too goddamn fast my thoughts are out are proceeding how much i i'm able to type with my fingers um so it becomes an issue, like now I have to decipher my own typing. I'm like, oh, now I have to become a fucking linguist. There's, there's always there's always one part of the process that's like, ugh. Oh my god. It, I don't uh, want to do that shit. Fuck that shit. That's, that's uh, fucking it, yeah. Yeah, like, like playing music. Jamming is fine. Recording? Fucking nightmare. That, that's <laughs> when your computer tells you, you're not as good as you think you are. Uh, yeah, there's, there's always a pain in the ass, but your vampire story, I want to read it whenever you, whenever you, whenever you have it finished to a certain degree, I'm probably going to get something thrown at my head right now, but, um, my lovely wife has a very creative writing ability that she doesn't explore too often, but it's there. The thought process, the idea process, it's pretty genius and it's, and it's vampire related. Um, at some point down the future, I don't know, season two or three or four or whatever, whenever she decides to give me permission, uh, I'll share it. If yeah. She, if, she, if she's cool with it. She can but, come on, uh, man, and, and discuss it. Pretty, she, will, she won't come on. Why? <laughs> ah, she won't come on. She, she's shy. Um, That's how my wife is. I feel that. Yeah, I'm not going to push it. But, but it is genius. So we both did marry creatives. She's, she, she likes... She she likes that type of uh, how do you call it that that fandom the the vampire type of world and as long uh, as the, it's not the shiny kind I'm okay with it man nah it's not the shiny kind at all <laughs> uh, the way she spun it uh, it's a big origin story the way she spun it really cool really dope so whenever I get uh, rights or whenever I get uh, promised that I won't get stabbed in my sleep. I'll, <laughs> I'll see if I can find a way to show it to you or or bring it on here if we ever have like a visual aspect and if we ever get an audience or a guest or or something like that. Oh yeah, actually I think I have a guest lined up too. Um he's a uh, actually one of my friends who I was speaking to right before this podcast and he, uh, he got really jealous uh cuz I I think this is the first time I told him that I was doing a podcast with you. And he's like, and you didn't invite me? I'm gonna cry now. I'm like, oh fuck. Well, um, this is this is just to see how it goes. And and honestly, I think it, I think it went fantastic. I had fucking fun. So having a third person in here, seeing how, because he's your friend, but he doesn't know how you interact with me. And if I bring my friend, he's my friend, but he doesn't know how I interact with you. So it's new for them. 
So yes. it would be, I think it would be a lot of fun. I think it'd be pretty cool. Absolutely. And oh, guess what? Uh, newsflash: He's a coding guy. He's actually quite good at it. And he, he he'll say, "Oh no, no, I'm not." He, he needs to shut up. He's incredibly like, good at it. Um, like what? Coding websites. Coding websites, doing wireframes. He knows what to do with them. He knows how to do them. Um, and uh, he doesn't give himself enough credit when it comes to that. Uh, he actually helped me get through my class because uh, to, uh, to, fa- uh, to the fans, to the people that listen to this far in, um, I don't have the best grasp on coding. I know what to do. And with my profession now, also to kind of name drop, me and George actually work together. Um, he does technical work, repairing, um, building uh, uh, specific products for clients. And I do strategic marketing. So I design uh, digital art. I do social media. I do articles uh, for the company that we work for. Um, and and some uh, clean graphics that are <laughs> yeah, thanks man but um another part of my job is i code i do uh, i do back end stuff for the website that we both work for and um that's a lot of my experience thank god has helped me and he is part of the reason i know so much um if i hadn't had him i would have failed coding class immediately He's like, it's like, he's like, oh, it's just point A to point B. I'm like, shut the, f- no, it's not. Don't play that shit with me. It's not point A to point B. Bullshit. So yeah, if he has, if he has Discord, then, then yeah, he could be a guest. Uh, from work, we have another individual who would like to be a guest. Also, I just got, I got to make sure she has, uh, she has uh, Discord and. Got to make sure that all these people are cool with name dropping or if we'll just use coded names or you can bleep them out or I don't know, whatever. Fuck yeah, uh, I'll, I'll bleep them out for now, but yeah, I would fucking love that. I would love her on this show. She, she, she codes too. There isn't a thing that she doesn't know how to do. I know, dude, it's so... Okay, so... You, you, you ask her, have you done this in your life? Yeah, I've done that. Skydiving? Yeah. yeah, I've done that. Boarding? Yeah, I've done that. It's like, what the fuck? she's dude she's awesome she's incredible she's she's i i idolize her in a sense uh because i have a belief that you shouldn't idolize people but i do idolize her in a sense that um i would love to be her at her age um if that makes sense right right i i told her something like that recently it's like oh i wish i came into this tech while you were still tech so that we can be tech side by side like oh my god right but oh my but, god but she left as i came in and it was different but she's still a very part of big part of my job and she mentors me and it's totally awesome to to have someone like that kind of you know watch your back and stuff like that which she does the same for for you probably too and you have you have that in in, in your department which is pretty dope yeah she's oh, she's also wickedly intelligent like mm-hmm. wickedly it's insane how smart she is or hella intelligent, like Californians, like her say. Huh, you're like hella, hella intelligent, dude. <laughs> hella intelligent, dude. Hella intelligent, okay. <laughs> um. Oh shit, I we lost. I, I lost track of what I was gonna say, but I remembered. So, w- regarding my stories, back rewind for the eighth time already. Um. I want to make short stories on monsters from the 50s and create my own on top of that so like for instance the blob story that you read um is a uh, it's kind of my interpretation of if you remember the movie called the blob vaguely i mean i know of it but i don't i don't remember ever watching it but so it's it's my interpretation of that so i'm like i was saying i'm doing the del toro style where he revamps monsters for the 21st century and i think not a lot of people do that and if they do they they very they either go too wild with it or they they don't go wild enough and it's very subdued there's no in between so eventually i want to make enough short stories to make a book called the and 
mythology of the arabesque which is which is one a play on the uh the macabre arabesque which is an edgar Allan poe book one of the original poe one of the original dark lords of writing by the way um and uh it'll just be monster stories it'll be creepy stories that everybody could read sorry just a side tangent just to kind of to fulfill that thought process um that's what i want to do um but holy fuck anyways guess holy shit uh so we have a couple guests already you have your friend who i would love to meet i cannot wait to uh, meet them oh i don't uh, have anybody in mind that was more of an example my 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 idea of a first guest would would be would be you know from work yeah dude hella yes um and i got and uh his name is brooks by the way i have brooks so we have our two first guests um i'm pretty sure i could think of other other people now that we yeah, now now that it feels like we got like our footing oh my god this is this has been incredible <laughs> holy shit that is the, we have got a chock full season people so uh, just to kind of recap, we have, we've, uh, this is the fluffer. So this is for you to get to know us on a, uh, on a more solid, like a concrete level of who we are as people. Uh, I'm Jordan and this is, you want to say your name? <laughs> sure. If you forgot it, I'll say it. Yeah. George. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we, we, um, we already have uh season two kind of well that's not loosely you you made a very good job of like uh because i'm reading i'm reading the script right now for the second episode and it's uh it's wildly intricate <laughs> with all the stuff that you put into it well, and this is this is just a rough draft well this I, I wrote that a year ago so yeah there's, there's been a lot of changes to then we could actually grab any one of these and 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 change them and put them into episode two if you want to because what we have for episode two has changed a lot since then oh and yeah then, uh, uh, yeah we'd probably be rambling for a long time so if you want we can do one of the other ones as episode two there's no real who cares the order doesn't 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 matter honestly absolutely okay yeah that's oh that sounds like a plan all right um, so yeah, I, I, I sincerely appreciate anybody that stick around for this long and, um, thank you for enjoying, uh, episode zero as I'd like That's to, a good way to, to put it. There you go. Zero uh, episode. Two absolutely. dudes talking shit. <laughs> absolutely. And, um, I hope all, everybody has a wonderful night. Take care. All right. Have a good one. Later dudes.